Chapter 44 Invoke the forces of the Tablet of Union by means of supreme ritual of pentagram, with the active and passive spirit, with Eheya and Agla. Return to the altar and recite the following Enochian spirit invocation. All Sonaf Vorsag Goho Yad Balt, Launch Kals Vonpo, Sobra Zol Roar Itanazb, Od Gra Tamalperg, Diz Holk Ka Notoazims, Od Koma Ta Noblo Zien. Israel Regardi, the original account of the teachings, rites, and ceremonies of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, Ritual for Invisibility, St. Paul, Llewellyn Publications, 1986, page 423. We were lucky. Our first meeting was of the highest quality, at least as far as our initiation was concerned. For the occasion, the trio was complete, Belbo, Diotalevi, and I, and when our guest came in, we almost let out a cry of satisfaction. He had the Faciese Hermetica described by Lorenzo Pellegrini, and what's more, he was dressed in black. He looked around circumspectly, then introduced himself, Professor Camestres. At the question, Professor of what, he made a vague gesture, as if urging us to exercise greater discretion. Forgive me, he said. I don't know whether you gentlemen are interested in the subject purely from a professional, commercial standpoint, or whether you are connected with any mystical group. We reassured him on that point. Perhaps I am being excessively cautious, he said, but I do not wish to have anything to do with a member of the O.T.O. Seeing our puzzlement, he added, Ordo Templi Orientis, the conventicle of the remaining self-styled followers of Alistair Crowley. I see that you are not connected. All the better. There will be no prejudices on your side. He agreed to sit down. Because you understand, the work I would now like to show you takes a courageous stand against Crowley. All of us, myself included, are still faithful to the revelations of the Liber Alvel Legis, which, as you probably know, was dictated to Crowley in Cairo in 1904 by a higher intelligence named Iwas. This text is followed by the faithful of the O.T.O. even today. They draw on all four editions, the first of which preceded by nine months the outbreak of the war in the Balkans, the second by nine months the outbreak of the First World War, the third by nine months the Sino-Japanese War, and the fourth by nine months the massacres of the Spanish Civil War. I couldn't help crossing my fingers. He noticed and said with a funereal smile, I understand your apprehension. What I am bringing you is the fifth edition of that book. What, you ask, will happen in nine months' time? Nothing, gentlemen, rest assured. Because what I am proposing is an enlarged liber legis, inasmuch as I have had the good fortune to be visited not by a mere higher intelligence, but by Al himself, the supreme principle, namely Horparkrat, who is the double or the mystical twin of Rahurquit. My sole concern, also to ward off evil influences, is that my work be published before the winter solstice. I think that could be managed, Belbo said. I am most pleased. The book will cause a stir in the circles of initiates, because, as you will understand, my mystical source is more serious and authenticated than Crowley's. I don't know how Crowley could have activated the rituals of the beast without bearing in mind the liturgy of the sword. Only by unsheathing the sword can the nature of Mahapralaya be understood, the third eye of Kundalini, in other words. And also, in his arithmology, all based on the number of the beast, he failed to consider the new numbers, ninety-three, one hundred eighteen, 
444, 868, and 1001. "'What do they mean?' asked Dio Levy, suddenly all ears. "'Ah,' said Professor Comestries, "'as was already stated in the first Liber Legis, every number is infinite, and therefore there is no real difference.' "'I understand,' Belbo said. "'But don't you think all this will be a bit obscure for the common reader?' Comestries almost bounced in his chair. "'Why, it's absolutely indispensable!' Anyone who approaches these secrets without the proper preparation would plunge headlong into the abyss. Even by making them public in a veiled way, believe me, I am running risks. I work within the environment of the worship of the beast, but more radically than Crowley. You will see in my pages on the Congresses Cum Dimone the requirements for the furnishing of the temple and the carnal union with the scarlet woman and the beast she rides. Crowley stopped at so-called carnal congress against nature— while I carry the ritual beyond evil as we conceive it. I touch the inconceivable, the absolute purity of goity, the extreme threshold of the bas omgun, and the sabaft. The only thing left for Belbo to do was to sound out Comestries's financial capability. He did this with long roundabout sentences, and finally it emerged that, like Bramante before him, the professor had no thought of self-financing. Then the dismissal phase began, with a mild request of could we keep the manuscript for a week, we could have a look at it, and then we would see. But at this point Comestries clasped the manuscript to his bosom, said he had never been treated with such distrust, and went out, hinting that he had means out of the ordinary to make us regret the insult we had given him. But before long we had dozens of manuscripts from eligible SFAs. A modicum of selectivity was necessary, since these books were also meant to be sold. Because it was impossible for us to read them all, we glanced at the contents, the indexes, some of the text, then traded discoveries.